that's pretty good. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we need to remember that for uh, when we're amongst right. uh, similar company. Uh, Dennis, it's been way too long since we I have know, chatted. I know. So much has happened, too. So much has happened. I, I have lots of stories as well, uh, but you're free to kick it off if you'd like to start. Well, yes, I'm uh, I'm officially uh, out of quarantine today. I have had my first bout of COVID. Hey, hey and, welcome uh, to the club. Yeah, I wondered, uh, you know, whether I would escape it altogether. And uh, ironically, I caught it just uh, two days before my scheduled booster, um, which may or may not have boosted me. I don't know, but I was in an airport, so pretty Indeed. sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I I knew that I had it because I had gotten boosted and had felt the symptoms. And I was watching a little tube last Thursday. I returned from fishing last Sunday from an annual fishing trip, and right. I think I sent you all the pictures, right? I got a lot of pictures of some ugly fish and some and some white dudes. Ugly were those fish the ones? or ugly men or both? Well, and uh, neither were smiling. Returned on Sunday, then went fishing locally. On Thursday, was feeling like a little sniffly. On Wednesday, woke up Thursday and thought. You know, I don't feel all that hot, but I'm ready to go fishing, so I'm going to go fishing. So yep. I drove two and a half hours, had a Very great, day of, great day of fishing, Yep. and um, <clears throat> came back and woke up the next day, and Nikki said, you don't sound good. I said, well, I, I got a cold. I got a cold, officially. I have a sniffly cold. I'm yep. laying on the couch, and all of a sudden, bam, I got like all the symptoms of COVID in like one minute. It was so strange. One minute I didn't have them, and the next minute, achy body, heavy cough, heavy onset uh, COVID, and then I tested and came positive, and called my wife and said, "Hey, uh, you stay insist, the hell away from me." I don't know when you walk in the house, there's sliding doors that separates one half of the first floor from the other half of the first floor are closed, and they will be for the next five days. So I had my little. I had the big screen TV, the couch, a bathroom. Oh, you poor babe. Oh, you poor thing. Access oh. to access to food. I, I interestingly, I give, never, never. You never thought never to give her the good side of the house. Well, I gave her. I did give her. I gave her the bed, <clears throat> and she's got a TV upstairs. Well, but I never, uh, never spiked a fever. Never lost my appetite. Just got real <laughs> coffee. Lost my breath for a couple of hours and was thinking this is really uncomfortable if this gets much worse i'm gonna have to let somebody know about it because <laughs> it was like <laughs> can you move your camera down or something oh i'm sorry for our for our patreon uh, subscribers that, that get to the uh who has you know, access feed yes right uh and so i can see your glorious uh, but anyway, so. got a couple of fishing trips in. I had a great day on the Pierre Marquette. I finally scored some lunkers up there and fell in the river and scored some didn't lunkers. Float too far. Let's let's investigate this phrase. You scored some lunkers. Yes. Scored uh, some lunkers. Were you sore afterwards? I was sore after I scored. Yes. It was. Uh, 
What's a what's a lunker? A lunker? Uh, yes. It's a big fish. A lunker. Okay. Oh man, that's a lunker. Wow, that one's heavy. Lunker. Okay. You, you don't know that word, huh? And scoring means uh, capturing and then releasing. Yes, actually, capturing, as you would say, uh, we would say catching, catching a fish instead of capturing a fish. <laughs> but you are a, <laughs> you're a child of the terrorist generation. So. With, the, with the fishing stick, yes. We captured the fish, interrogated it, and then promptly let it go. Can you waterboard a fish? No. You can airboard a fish. Airboard? Okay. Yeah, you blow air on its up its freaking up its nostrils, nose through its gills nostrils fish don't have nostrils <laughs> blow air on its gills until it starts admitting where the where the eggs are kept <laughs> had a fine day didn't didn't see another fisherman I'll, I'll actually send you some pictures that I saw literally thousands of fish in the river wow every i threw into schools of 20 fish that were sitting there literally like shall we say a fish in a barrel and uh were they lunkers though they were lunkers in fact there was one you don't you don't understand this lingo but there was a these are king kings Particularly uh, female kings, hens as they're called. Female kings are. Are there queens? Laying their eggs. No hens. Okay. No kings. Hen okay. kings. Hen kings. And um, the other fish that are in the river swim behind the female salmon because they're laying their eggs. They swim or they swoon? They swim. Okay. Got it. And then when they. They, and then they sit behind them and they eat the eggs. So you'll see a big fat hen sitting in the water, and right behind it will be a beautiful, fresh steelhead, which, as you know, is a rainbow trout that lives part of its life in the lake. Yes, we all yes, know that. you knew that. Of course you knew that. Yes. And uh, I saw yes. them, and that's what I was really after. That would have been a prize. I never did. So the the salmon ladies are there laying their eggs and the yes. other fish are just like there downstream just with their mouths open like uh yep yeah give me some of that yep wow yep yeah huh. male male comes by and squirts its milt squirts its white milt all over the eggs and uh-huh it's quite a Wait, i mean if if the eggs ever are not the ones that are consumed by the steelheads sitting oh, obviously, directly yes. behind them. Yes. And of course, you've, the you've head got king. moving water, you've got moving eggs, you've got moving milt. So much like the, the odds of impregnating a human. Yes. You know, you've got to have milt. an awful lot of sperm to make sure, you know, because most of them don't make it. Most of them die and they're swimming. And these eggs aren't swimming. These eggs are just hanging around you pick up a you catch a female and as you're holding it up to take a picture eggs yeah. will be pouring out of it her please well you her yes yes i mean not it. That's if they have i mean it might be a transgender salmon we don't know 
they. It could be. Could be. Yeah. We don't want to be. Identify. You know, don't ask. Don't ask. Right. I mean, just. You know, don't ask us him and their, their pronouns. No. Don't. They'll let you know. know if they want you to know. Right. So when I so it for me, man. Those and when those I are my when stories. I go to the when I go to the restaurant and I order salmon roe, is that uh, that's probably eggs that have been squeezed out of a captured king hen. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. It's, it's probably not. King. It's probably not collected from uh, from the water. Right, yeah. it's probably it's probably uh, correct. Ex- excised from a, uh, a from a salmon fish. farm that is going right. to, in this case, actually capture the, the fish. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, they would capture it. They want to catch it. The catching it would mean they hooked it. They're not hooking it. Right, and then and, they uh, they airboard it. Oh, I I tell you one story about this. That's a good image. So I'm in the river. And it's rainy day, which is fine by me, rainy and cold. That's why there were no other fishermen. I was alone on this gorgeous river. Look, if you're going to be wet already, you're going to be cold and wet already. So bring on the rain. And it's pristine. And this eight miles of this 50-mile river, which is one of the few rivers in this part of the country and the longest river in, in this region, that doesn't have a dam on it. Doesn't give a damn. Um, it doesn't doesn't have it doesn't have a damn to give. I, I have a question. Uh, do the fish behave differently when it's raining? Um, I don't know enough about behavior of fish. All I know is that I was catching them before it rained, while it rained, while it hailed. Hell yeah. So I'm in the river and the rain is coming down. It's a torrent. And I'm thinking, well, that's okay. I'm fishing. I'm hooking fish. I, I, you're in the river. You don't really notice it that much. You just put your hood up, hoodie up, you know. Right, right yeah. And, um, and, and the rain, I thought, wow, this rain is really pelting me. And yes. I look and I see that it's actually not raindrops anymore. It's tiny hail. And I said, well, what the hell? And uh, soon, though, the hail grew larger in size, as it often does. As it, and it was going on for minutes, many minutes. Yep. And it became uh, the size of a three-ounce lead, uh, which if you had a dime in your hand, you looked at the head of uh, Jefferson on the dime, that's yep. about the size of these hail. Pretty and sure they Jefferson's hurt. on the nickel. But nice try. Uh, who's on the dime? I'm pretty sure it's Charles. Hamilton, maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't it'll think be the it's, it, no, the, it's a George Washington's on the nickel, bro. No, George Washington's on the. Fuck, it's it's Lincoln on the on the penny. George on the nickel. All right, whatever. Uh, it's Jefferson on it's Jefferson on the dime, and it's an odd. Shot of Jefferson because he actually looks like he's got short hair. But anyway, large so, enough. So was it that it was pelting me so hard that it started to hurt? And because I, you know, I'm not wearing gloves, um, 
my my uh, the gloves I wear don't have any fingers in them, and and those had gotten wet, so I just stowed them. Bad gloves. And it wasn't all that cold. It was about forty, and um, it started hurting my hands so bad that, and I couldn't get out of the river at that spot. Uh, how deep no was the water? I, pardon? How deep was the water? Uh, where I was standing was a little lower than knee deep. So it wasn't hail and high water. It was, uh, no, no, okay. no, it, it, which actually going into higher water could get, offered me some more protection. Right. But so what I did, I couldn't get out of the river because if I, I could go upstream or downstream, but as soon as I got out of the river, I was on private property. Ugh. And the private property I was on was a guy that I'm pretty sure threatened to shoot me with his rifle once. So I just, I did what you might say, I hunkered down. Nice. I literally bowed, bowed my back or bowed yeah. my back and bowed. put my hands underneath my, uh, my gut and well. I couldn't fish for just a few minutes. When oh. it stopped, all the pockets in my fishing vest were full of hail. Which doesn't melt like snow. It's much I'd like sturdier. To, I'd like to coin the term that what you did was you turtled. You know, that's not 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 a bad uh, analogy. Actually, I did yeah. turtle. I, it was a simile, actually, not an analogy. Because <laughs> I, I I bowed my back like a turtle, so I turtled. So that'd be a simile, right? Um, and. Uh, I wanted to take a picture because here's the image. You've got this looks like, you know, the size of a three ounce lead hail coming down like torrential. Yeah. And every place it hit the water, the water splashed. So when I looked upstream or downstream, it looked like stalagmites. Yep. Coming up out of the water. And it was the weirdest sensation. I That's felt be like cool. the river was raining upside down. Whoa. I said, honey, you make me feel so strange. You were a turtle. You make me feel deranged. On your back. Like the, the river's raining upside down. Yeah. Wow. You might say stalactite. But I say stalagmite. Oh, I felt so weird with the rain was coming down. So it was, and then it stopped just suddenly. And I uh, to do that, yeah. And uh, the sun came out. Huh. So by then I was exhausted. I'd been, I'd probably hooked into. 20 fish by that time. I was only there an hour. I hooked into 20, landed one, and decided to climb out. And I've ended up at the spot that I intended to go once I is on the way up. I said, I know right where I'm going. Right. But there were so many fish in the river that it took me a long time to get there because I was fishing all along the way. When I got There's there, so many fish in the river. That's what they always say. Oh my God, man. There, it, there It's this beautiful patch of non-posted land with with grass and logs to sit on and a, a clear view of the river and the river is 20 yard a, a place where it's 20 yards by 50 yards with no trees over it 
Wow. And it's all gravel bottom. And that's what nice. the fish want to want to uh, spawn on is gravel. Gravel bottom. Gravel bottom blues. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I stayed there. I got in the, I literally was in the river, in the middle of the river, so I could fish either way. And fish were all around me, bumping into my legs. And imagine, and these are big fish. I mean, I, it took 10 minutes sometimes to, to land one. But I'm, I was when, there, when they were so, when the river was so flush with them that they were bothering you physically, it was hard to catch one? Well, it didn't bother me, but they were, we were interacting. Let me put it that way. I mean, I walked into areas where I wasn't kicking them out of the way, but right. I was walking and they were. Were they trying was, to melt on you or? or? No, none of them melted on me. Not like a dog would climb up on my leg and hump me. Not that kind of thing, which I'm okay. sure you would hope for if you were fishing. Oh, God, I, mean, I, wonder when, I wonder when a male will come over and melt me. That's a, I knew a guy named Milt. <laughs> you know? And I said to him, wow, you have such nice pale skin. <laughs> This is a, a brand new word to me. I, I assume it's a noun and a verb, but I just verbed the noun, so I don't know. Well, the noun is the milt, and the action is the melting. I would assume. I mean, that's what I've I've always used it. But okay, but it's very strange to see the milk because they fan their their tail like they're sweeping, and right. they're, they're fanning and melting all over the eggs, which are scattered far and wide. I mean, you got to spread. Spread your boys, right? <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like it's not like the ejaculation of a man, kind of pointed, unless of course the the man pulls out and, and sprays. There's a funny outtake from uh, you oh, see uh, Tal Talladega Nights with uh, Will Ferrell and I've seen um, it, but it's been a while. Yeah. So there's these outtakes. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't from that. Where anyway, he's talking about now he knows how they felt Vesuvius because his ejaculate was so massive. Oh, <laughs> God. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd was, uh, you hear a little noise. We have a little grandchild yeah, here. She's, I, I hear that. She's at the end of her day. Paul Rudd couldn't stop laughing. Will Ferrell was so funny. It's worth seeing. The other day, I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villagers of Pompeii felt like. Now I know what those sad villagers of Pompeii felt like. Except being, except where they were rained down on hot lava, I was, I rained down on those villagers with frothy ejaculate. <laughs> Can you imagine having dinner with those two? Jesus. No, I can't. He Will Ferrell's about the funniest damn man alive to me. Yeah. Um, so besides that and launching into a, a give you a little homework now or get it out of the way, uh, read up on a, a series that ended in 2019. 
called The Affair. I've been seeing it and wondering about it. I thought, well, I'm bored. I got the COVID. I can't do anything but lay around. And Oh, look who's in it. More a tyranny. Oh, Lord. I love that actress after just seeing her in uh, American Rust. Yes, I, I she she was a crush of mine on ER. Oh, was uh, that where she day. was? I never watched TV much, uh, uh, television shows, but uh, <coughs> we, uh, is, we know what TV stands for. Thank you. She is uh, just uh, uh, well, television shows as opposed to movies or series. Yeah, I have never heard of this, although... Oh, my God. The actors, I, the top actors are, like, all, like, known faces to me. And to, and to tell you how hooked I was, at one point, I just, every ending was like, oh, my God, I gotta see. Plus, where am I going? I'm not going anywhere. And plus, it's like, who cares how late I'm up? I'm on the couch all day. I can barely, you know, move around very much. I looked at yeah. the watch. It was four o'clock in the morning. I'd stayed up all night. Hey, when you sleep from from two p.m. to six p.m., you know what are you going to expect? Like that's right. Right. Like you, you can get, especially if you're isolated and in in this sort of like um, uh, body recovery. Uh, well, and, and nothing know, to do fights uh boredom you can either that or read a book you can get into these cycles where where you uh you where you lose your circadian rhythm and you are wake up and 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 do crazy things in the middle of the night but yeah uh this is interesting so well and so this is the thing i want to tell you is that you have talked to me about this uh theory not a theory or a a i have lots of theories Yes. A factor where when you remember things that you don't remember them accurately. And the research, as you probably know more than I do, shows that you tend to remember things that put your, you in a positive light. So let, let's say that, that when you were a child, that you were in a restaurant and another child was choking and it was pretty crazy and, and you I'm had punched. something... You had something to do with it. Let's say that you were helping somehow, but in your memory, years later, you're the one that was, you know, slamming your hand on the back of the child or holding the child upside down. And actually, that's not what happened. You were just there. There's a term for it you've used before, and I'm drawing a blank on it. I meant to look it up before this, I... Uh, I mean, I remember me saying this because it sounds like I'm in a positive light, so... Uh, sure. That sounds like the sort of thing that I would say. But uh, there's yeah. a, it's 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 not a syndrome. It's a bias. It's a what? Bias would be the word. Yeah, but there's a term for it. But anyway, I was I was thrilled when I read the review because it's a term you used. Yeah. Um, and you've asked me questions before about like the Wizard of Oz. What did she say or this or that? And it's this common misperception. That kind oh, of thing. Uh, but this is this is why you're going to love this is because you love this part of it too. Every show, like there's sixty of them. There's five seasons, ten to twelve per season. Every episode 
has part one and part two. And it's the same information from the perspective of the character that the, is oh, the title. Fuck me. That is my jam. That is my jam. I, I, yes. I, See? I, I, it's, I just did a quick search. Uh, it's called the Mandela effect. Uh, it's the phenomenon where you uh, misremember. So let's get the actual definition. Well, uh, and you, you, and you it's, misremember it's, it's, well, well, the Mandela effect is false memories shared by multiple people. So uh, it's that's where. That's not what this is. Yeah, okay. This so, is a different thing. And in fact, the first review I, I, I Googled, I didn't Google, I, I spoke into my phone and I said, um, uh, uh, alternative perspectives, the affair. And this thing came up that I thought, oh, man, this is classic Eric here. And it talked about how when you do misremember, you're misremembering it in a way that puts you in the more positive light. Yes. And so what's interesting about this and makes it a whole lot less boring than it would be if it was the same exact storyline, people are remembering lots of things differently about it what was said, where they were, how they were dressed. And it's great to, 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 to notice that, you know. And in some cases, it's so wildly different. And it, because the, 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 the series is a main character's fabulous actor who's a novelist, when he writes his novel, one of his novels he's writing, one of the people who's a character in the novel said, I read this passage. I can't believe that you made it up that way. And he said, what do you mean? That, that's a true life. That's autobiographical. That's, that's, that's what happened. And she said, no, that's not what happened at all. And he said, sure it is. And, and it reminded you of many, many episodes before when that right. event actually happened. And you realized when you saw his version of it, how different it was from her version of it. And that's what he wrote about in his novel. And it was much more uh, erotic and she was much more, um, uh, well, erotic. I just sexy, leave yeah. it at that. Um, but you're going to love it. God, this is, uh, and on the Wikipedia page, uh, they, they have this like table of which seasons are from which character's perspective. Uh, which is kind of wild, uh, but it yes. goes. It definitely goes with what you're saying, man. This is the kind of show that like one needs to pay close attention to. Uh, well, and because the actors are so fabulous, and there's so many episodes. After you've seen it, well, I mean, I'm I'm yelling into the TV last night. No, Cole, don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Cole! Don't do that. No, man. Yeah, Cole is Joshua Jackson, who who I left from when he was a teenager. Uh, he he is so stellar. Well, the whole thing is stellar. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just stellar. Okay, interesting uh, callback to a uh, to a show. So, uh, I let me tell you about what's been going on in my life. Um. So the first Friday in October, uh, 
they celebrate in my wife's hometown. I must have mentioned this to you before, but maybe not. Uh, it, they have this festival where uh, it's called Marichu. They carry uh, the statue. Well, so Chu is the Basque diminutive. Uh, like if I if I were to call you Dennis Chu in Basque, that would be like oh, I'm a little Dennis. Uh, it's that sort of uh, suffix. And Maria, of course, is, you know, the Virgin Mother. Uh, and so they have this little statue of a Virgin Maria in the church, and they call it, they call her Marichu. Uh, and this festival is, I probably went the first time 20 years ago, but it was fairly new back then. So maybe it's 25, 30 years old. Uh, they have this thing where everyone in town, especially the younger people, uh, get dressed up in their finest clothes. They wear their nicest dresses and their, and their suits and ties. But like the whole town, uh, gets, gets dressed up to the nines and, uh, at, there's this one ceremony in front of the statue where everyone gets together and it's so tight. Uh, it's uh, For me, it's super uncomfortable to be that tightly packed with, with so many other people. Um, and they all, at the appropriate time, they like light some, some pyrotechnics and they all sing a song that um, my wife translated uh, that's something along the lines of, uh, where are you going, Mary? And Mary responds, uh, I'm going up to the fountain, Bartholomew, who is apparently the first speaker. And Bartholomew says, uh, what are you going to do up there? And she says, I'm going to drink wine. And that's the end of the, the song. Uh, it's sort of like a uh, Jack and Jill, but like getting drunk. Uh, Mary and Jesus went up the hill to drink a big glass of wine. Yeah, that, yeah, that sort of thing. So uh, Mary, but, the Virgin then, Mother, is saying yeah. that she's going up the hill to drink wine. Yeah. Huh. So I don't. I've never heard a story of the of uh, actually. Now that I think of it, of any saint that <clears throat> was involved in alcohol in a positive way. Well, I mean, Jesus changed water to wine. Well, that's like, true. That's true. That's true. There's plenty of well. wine. And, and, hey, and the blood. And the request of Mary. So right. now we're on to something. She's a lush. That's what it was. She got drunk. That's how she got pregnant. I mean, uh, you know, drink this blood. You know, Some old man carpenter gets her yeah. drunk and... Yeah. Next thing you know, she's pregnant and and it doesn't remember doesn't remember the. Uh, oh the, no! The oh, right. No, not me. Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's that. I know and, what I'll do. She says, "I know what I'll do." <laughs> just just I'll pretend <laughs> you're a virgin. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's right up there with the spider monkeys at Jesus' birth. Uh, but oh, the that's, um, that's right. The uh, episode one, baby. Uh, the and then they uh, they all sing, 
because we're in the Basque country. They all sing, uh, Madrid is burning, let Madrid burn. Madrid is burning, let Madrid burn. Uh, because it's, you know, the, oh, the oppressive, uh, you know, federal government. Oh, uh, Madrid's the capital, and so they're going to douse it with wine? Well, or something. But they're just happy that, that the capital is burning because they're separatists. Uh, and Mary's but, involved in that, too. So the Virgin Mother is engaging in what could otherwise be known as terrorist activity, but she's she's, she's just she's, drinking. she's just there. Uh, she doesn't initiate any of this. She's just sort of but a she's statue. She's the one who says, let's go up the hill and get drunk. Well, that, those are uh, words placed into her mouth by the crowd. Uh, uh, circumstantial uh, hearsay. That's, well, I'd tell you, that's what she wants you to think. It's a, it's an right. old trick of the deity. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I would do too. But She's not actually in the deity, I suppose. Well, anywho, uh, she, so it's this huge festival where everyone gets super fucking elegant and like I put on a suit and tie yeah. and, and my, and my wife and daughter got dressed in an elegant gown and uh and we went out for uh, an evening and around about two o'clock when we were out dancing in the in the cobblestone square uh i i looked down and the the sole of my shoe had come off <laughs> because that's just how hard i dance uh there's, and there's gotta be something about that the sole of your shoe yeah, I lost my soul. I sold my soul to... You lost your soul. You danced so much, you lost your soul. Right, exactly. So Be careful. Uh, Be careful. In indeed. So I, uh, I uh, sort of uh, hobbled back to... Luckily, the place where we were staying at my sister-in-law's house was like 100 yards away. So I, I went back and I changed into sneakers uh, so I could continue. And later the following week when I took my shoe into the, uh, into, to, I have a local cobbler that like fixes shoes. Of course you do. It's, it's Spain, right? <laughs> like they are, they are a dying breed. They are, they are in their 60s and when they retire, there will be no more cobblers. Like they have no apprentices uh, learning their, their craft. Are they actively looking? I could, hey, this could be a way for me to make money. Look, they, okay, so these, these, these two cobblers, I don't think they're brothers, but they, they spend all day together in this, in this place that smells like shoes and leather. Uh, and they listen to, they have the best music in there because they listen to deep South American blues all the time. No every kidding. time I, every time I go in there, I'm like, Damn, you guys like jam out to the bit to the to the best music in here. No, no one else in Spain is listening to uh, you know American blues that much, but uh, but but they do. So I, I took my I took my shoe there, and and he was like, mm -hmm. "You've had these in storage for a while, haven't you?" And I was like, "Well, to be honest, I sort of forgotten that I had these shoes, and then I found them and I wore them." And he was like, "Uh huh." And then he took the other shoe where their sole hadn't come off. And, and I said, it off. and I said, it, it's sort of, there's a little crack here. And he was like, rip and pull the whole fucking thing off. And he was like, 
I'll I'll glue this back on for you, but I don't know how long it's going to last. But so these guys, they fix they fix shoes, and they charge like for this pair of shoes, they're going to charge me seven dollars or yeah. five. Like they yeah. uh, they they're not in it for the money. They just uh, charge just the bare fucking minimum to uh, to keep the lights on. But uh, so anyway, that was a pretty cool festival that we went to. It's um, and what's the name of it again? Marichu. Marichu. And the and the chu the is in Basque the the ch sound is T X. So it's M A R I Mari T X U. Marichu. Huh. Marichu. Little Mary. So, little 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 Mary. Uh, little Mary wants to drink. I hear her talking, don't know what to think. We go up the hill with Jesus at our side. We drink the rind and then slide. If you're not careful, you'll lose your soul. And then smoke a bowl. (laughs) I'm too exhausted from COVID to be able to be too sharp here. So that was... uh... That was an interesting thing that happened. So you and, were at your sister-in-law's pad, huh? Uh, just for that night. Uh, With, I uh, guess two nights. Just your daughter or where's your son? Uh, the kids. So this time when we went, uh, my kids slept at my in-law's house. And my wife and I slept at my sister-in-law's house. And my sister-in-law had a... Uh, a male friend that was there. Uh, I don't know if he can officially be called a boyfriend, but uh, he was was there too, uh, and got to meet him. He was he seemed fine, um, and and then we came back. Did they uh, go out with you? Yeah, and and then we came back the following day. And so that was two weekends ago. And then a week ago, uh, my parents arrived. Wow, how sweet. Uh, and uh, they, my, my father, for the first time in a while, uh, like, was feeling pretty good. Like, normally he gets off the plane and is, like, four days just uh, weak and miserable and and good for nothing uh but this time he was like oh, alive and awake and he he attributed it to a um a rather than take pills for motion sickness he had a little patch that he stuck behind his ear that uh gave off a drip drip of whatever prevents motion sickness so that's why he's so weak and and distressed because he's he gets sick actual causality is unknown uh whether it's jet lag or whatever but uh yeah, this time a lot of things like i've never seen him as uh as sure. young and chipper uh as he as he was this time and his like last time he visited his shoulder was uh giving him a lot of trouble and he like it turned out he had like a micro fracture in his replaced shoulder joint something something and was kind of miserable for that 
But this he time he was uh, he was a lot better. He got a new one because of that. Uh, he's like on his fourth one, but yeah. Is that uh, so? Yeah. But uh, fourth one, the same, the same shoulder, same shoulder. So, but he was he was way 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 better. Uh, but uh, and then this past weekend, uh, we my in laws came over and we all went the eight of us uh so it, it, we when my parents visit our uh f- five person car doesn't fit all of us which kind of sucks like we can't fit all six of us in the car so we can't really go anywhere uh together unless someone else with another car comes and then we can uh so my my in-laws came on Sunday on Saturday afternoon, and then on Sunday morning we all went to celebrate my mother's birthday uh, oh. to a local city, Santander. Uh, and I had booked a, a restaurant that turned out to be amazing. Uh, that that was nice, uh, but when we upon arriving in Santander or just before we arrived. Uh, my father, who was in the passenger seat with me, uh, started feeling dizzy and carsick. And when we finally parked, he was not okay and had to sit down for a while and just wasn't feeling well. And we 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 like left him. We walked for a little bit and then we left him on a bench and we walked some more to see some see an art gallery or something. We didn't actually like tour the gallery, but we went near it and we came back and he was like, uh, I don't know if I can make, I don't know if I can make lunch. Uh, why don't you just like take me back to the car and let me lie down. Uh, and so we did that. And like on the way to the car, he puked several times, uh, and wasn't just wasn't feeling good at all. And so anyway, uh, we ended up leaving him in the car park in an underground car park uh in we we lay down the back seats of my of my it's sort of like a station wagon uh lay down the back seats and he lay down back there we left the we left the the door open the 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 trunk open and he spent several hours there um listening to this very podcast uh, he he's was sick. That's probably you got the story backwards. That's probably what made him sick. And so and, what, what? No, and, he, and he he said, you know, uh, you know, he wanted to give, you know, listener thanks to. He wished there was an easier way to comment on podcasts because he would have done that. But uh, rather than send an email or something, he talked directly to one of the hosts. And, how many uh, episodes is he listens to most of them? Doesn't he? I, I don't know how many he was listening to uh, for those two hours. So but, what uh, did he? Was it something more than motion sickness, or just? No, I think it's. I think it was a bit of the jet lag after four days coming home to roost, and they like when you get properly motion sick, it takes a while for you. At least for for me, uh, you have to lie really still for hours and hours to finally feel okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm 
on the less severe range. So uh, did he perk up? Uh, and then we we made it. We we drove back home, and he went straight to bed. And then he spent sort of the next day in bed, but uh, now he's more or less perked up. So, uh, so they're still there, still still here. They're going to be here for another week. So, oh, what a thrill! Well, good. Give them both in, my in love fact, and happy birthday to wonderful mother. Yes, I called and, her and talked to her a couple of weeks ago. I called to talk to Paul. He wasn't there, and and so I ended up talking to her probably for longer i've talked to her in years <laughs> they're, they're actually they're actually uh you know in asleep in this bedroom right back right back behind me so uh, oh. anyway are they in bed already uh yeah it's 11 o'clock ah. yeah here. he's known as a early uh early to bed early Eight-ish. to rise yes Eight-ish. so so it's weird that we have dinner here at like 8 30 and then nine Nine o'clock is about the earliest you can go to bed here, but that's late for him. Yeah, so uh, so that uh, just some listener feedback I'd like to share with with you. That, oh, sure. Uh, that uh, our antics uh, kept him alive in his you know near death experience in the back of the car <laughs> in the in the car in the in the parking garage. <laughs> That's kind of what we're after. Yes. We call it resuscitative, uh, resuscitative dialogue. Resuscitative dialogue. We've often, <laughs> we've often referred to it that way. If you're feeling bad, don't be had. Listen to us and you'll yeah. be glad. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't die yet. Dennis has another story to tell. Yeah. Is, is what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> and no shortage of those. Oh, so, um, um, so I have a uh, I have a uh, I have a COVID story from the fishing trip, but you need to you need to tell me more about. I think you were you had another. Uh, I just felt that you had another vignette to share. Well, I was uh, so today this afternoon. Um, he comes to me and is like. Uh, suggest something for me to watch on TV. Uh, he, he says, I don't have HBO. And I'm like, oh, oh okay then. <laughs> wow. And and so I went and I pulled up uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, check, check this choice. out. Um, Good choice. My, uh, what I, I started watching a thing, started watching... For the first time in a long time, I had 45 minutes to myself to consume television. And uh, I watched the first episode of a Netflix show called um, The Watcher. And the general premise is it's a wealthy but living at the end of their budget uh, New York couple that buy a nice house in the suburbs uh, that like is all that they can possibly afford, and um, they've they've got two kids, and um, the husband is like hoping to make partner at the firm, uh, and they, it turns out that the neighbors are all like super creepy, and there's this like really creepy vibe, like scary sort of uh, sense about the house. And uh, 
I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, I could watch more of this. Especially, I don't think it's supernatural scary. I think it's like psychological scary, which is my jam. Yeah. Um, but uh, since they've been here, my my mother has watched the whole first season. Uh, and of this? Of the of this. watcher? Yeah. And like sometimes she's watching it uh, with, with headphones on in the on the couch television next to me while I'm working. And and sometimes I, I hear her like gasp or, or like <gasps> <gasps> and, and I look over and it's it's just people talking on the on the screen, but it's uh it's this psychological sort of uh yeah. fuck with your well, head. He, he, your your dad would like American Rust as well. That was uh that Wasn't was that Showtime, though? That wasn't HBO? Um, oh, you know. I feel like that was Showtime. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm watching. Uh, I'm, keep, I'm keeping up with American Gigolo, uh, which is surprisingly good, with a, a woman from uh, Gretchen Mall, who uh, did you watch? Um, oh, what was it? The Empire? Um, no. Boardwalk Empire? No. Oh, well, then never mind about Gretchen Mall. She was in that and fabulous. Um, and then uh, remember I told you that I'm going to stick with uh, House of Dragons and just hope yeah. that it gets good. Well, it kind of got good. It kind of got good. Still some gaps in the logic of the plot. You know, uh, but so much better. And I remember telling you that I hoped when they switched actresses to get to the older version of the main actress that it would be a step up. And in fact, it was when when the new actress took over. And it's interesting because they've updated uh, the characters by 10 years at a time. And so the actors are changing quite a bit, although the older ones. But here's an example. There's this one guy... They've shown it now where people have aged 20 years and the king who was robust has now died as a leper. Spoiler alert. Oh, um, but this, some of the actors haven't aged at all. <sighs> and it's sort of like, how do you not take care of that? How do you have a boy who was five in the ep last episode who's now 15 and so different that you have a new actor, so much older that you have a new actor, but you haven't taken a moment to age one of the recurring characters. Not, not a hair. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to me. It's, it's. Yeah, that kind of sloppiness is is kind of. Well, like, when they're spending so on. much money right. on on fucking dragons, for Christ's sake. Indeed, yeah. The um, like. Some of the shows that I uh, like, like I've mentioned before, uh, I I listen to a podcast about every episode of Breaking Bad, no, no of, of uh, Better Call Saul, and the same people that made Breaking Bad, and they talk about like they have one person on staff that makes sure that every reference to a previous thing is exactly right in the yeah. script and yeah. and they when they when they go to sh because they're doing this super complicated thing of uh shooting a prequel to a thing that they shot 10 years ago 
and they have to uh, try and replicate the uh, the light from the street lamps, uh, how it casts shadows on this particular neighborhood, and just like going like looking back at old footage and trying to replicate exactly right. this this world uh, because they know that these days in modern television watching there are uh there are nerds out there that are you know People pushing, the, pushing their glasses up on their nose and be like well actually uh, this wasn't did didn't you, match the blah, 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 blah. and did you see the uh the series that's been uh uh ordered into a second series with brian cranston your uh, honor I mean, obviously, we talked about Your Honor. I didn't see that they they're going to do another one. Yes. Oh Season God. Season number two starts this this uh, this fall. Didn't we like really pan that shit hard? Oh yeah, we tore it up. What a, it was, what a it was horrible ridiculous. piece of shit that was. The, the 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 lack of logic in the plot was ridiculous. Brian Cranston, as great as he is, could not. Could not. I, what we wondered about was how somebody as smart as him could live with it. The 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 inanity of the of, of some of the stuff. And, so and we, I don't know. We've kind like, of shut our own. Just just read. The, just say your lines. Shut up. Not unlike characters in Breaking Bad, we've sort of dug our own graves here because we sort of have to watch the second season, don't we? At least well, a few episodes. I, the um, the come on for it uh, is interesting. They call it, they call it a I trailer. I mean, it's I'm I'm uh, come on. It's come called on, a trailer. What did I say? It's called a trailer. The no, come no, on. it's it's shot. No, they live in they live in an apartment in New Orleans. Still, they don't live in a trailer. <sighs> okay. Well, come on then. You hear the train blowing. You hear it? I do. <laughs> Coming around the band. Oh, so so when I went when I went to the Salmon River and fished. No, 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 no. Went to Salmon my, River. Uh, my buddy, give a shout out to Brett Falso, who's this talented singer I've talked about many times after I get back, and uh, he invited me to play with him. At the uh, at the uh, the as it turns out now the annual salmon festival, <laughs> which I happen to be there now on so, that uh, Saturday. I have a question, sir. Uh, Brian Falso, F A L S O. Brett. Brett. Falso. F A L S O. F A L S O. Yes. Is that a okay. strange name or what? Well, I mean, in Spanish, falso means uh, like a liar. I would imagine it would. I mean, That's, it means false. Even I could figure that out. Yeah. So, but he's anyway, a tremendous anyway. singer. But he. What did uh, Brett claim? When he got there, we had we had uh, corresponded, and and I called him. We talked, and he said, "Oh man, I knew this was about the time you were going to be here. You know, I'm playing down at the Altmar Hotel. You can join me right on Saturday." I said, "Yeah." And as it turns out, last time he was first up, which meant the crowd was sparse. This time he was start the festival started at noon. He didn't play till four, so by the time he got there, there were bigger crowd and and uh, appreciative. It was cold though, and rainy. But uh, 
he said, listen, I, I don't want to bring you up too soon. I don't know how much blues I have. I don't think I've got a whole hour of blues. I said, well, we don't have to, I don't have to play continually. Just let me know. Well, this year, he, I don't know what happened. He never played any blues. He had me play harmonica, which people enjoyed, and we had a good time with it. But none of it was actual blues. One of it was, um, uh, some of it was like uh, uh, hillbilly shit, and some of it was more country and, uh, you know. Hillbilly shit. It was all like, uh, um, you know, quite playable, and, and people enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but and I didn't. I haven't called them since. I'm going to talk to them. Let's say, look, you gotta, you you. I really want you to play the blues. So, just he's got like a 400 song list, right? And I don't know. It was just we we didn't do any pre planning, and um, there's your problem uh, right there. What's that? It was fun. It was fun. But I want to tell him just anything by BB King will work. <laughs> you know, let's let's just start there. Uh, but uh, that was a blast. My brothers were all there. Oh, so I'm there, and uh, my brother, uh, younger brother Timmy, I'd say, "Listen, man, we get out of the river two, three o'clock, been fishing all day." And he said, "Well, let's just go back to the barn where we live, and at, you know." get showered up and I'll bring you back, you know, for, to play with this dude when the festival, because the festival's running. I said, all right, well, I'd like to be back here. He starts at four. I'd like to be back here by three 30, do a mic check, all that. He says, all right. So we get there and I, I see Brett and shake his hand. How you doing, man? Been a year, blah, 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 blah. I said, well, listen, I'm going to go get sounded up. Here's my sound man. So all right, let's do a mic check. We get it all up. Luckily, I brought a couple of mics. Well, my mics didn't work. But this year, I brought my blues blaster. I brought two other mics. I brought my cords, my harmonicas, of course. I had a backpack full of equipment. And um, got Your that all blaster. set. I'm at the bar. My brother says, I'll buy you a drink. I said, great. What do you have? I said, well, you know, I'm gonna. it's cold out. I think I'm going to drink scotch instead of beer. Let me give me a scotch. All right, he orders a double. I get a double. I'm drinking it. Sure. Go outside and come back in. And he said, well, when are you playing? I said, it's going to be a while. So I had another double. Uh-huh. I had a double. He says, wow. When he, he said, you're going to go up there and play in a minute. I'll go ahead and get you another one so you can go up. So I had another double. <laughs> I think I'll up triple played double. And got done drinking that double. And it was a very appreciative crowd. It was loud, and they'd been drinking since noon. And the sure. more they drank, the better we sounded, of course. And um, I packed all my stuff up and went into the bar. And there's my brother, my older brother, sitting at the bar. And I'm like, "Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, let's have a drink." So I ordered some more scotch. So then my other brother, my third brother, he comes in, puts his arms around us, and says, "Come on, man, we're doing a group picture." Across the street, at the at the, the on the wooden steps of the the fly shop in the hotel called Salmon Outfitters. So we're going to be under the sign. And, All right. Yep. I grab my scotch and go and make a long story long, which we got nothing but time. I end up kind of. What did I do with my bag? I was I was wondering. You you said I grabbed my scotch and I was like, oh shit. So. This uh, this effect, this uh, false memories, of course, is 
exacerbated by having what essentially is eight shots of scotch in an hour and a half. Uh And uh, what I remembered was I left it at my brother's feet, who was sitting at the bar, and I was standing next to him. But then he moved his feet, and now his feet are in a different location. Well, he moved his whole body because we left the bar. When I came back, there uh, there was a dramatic... Uh, potential altercation for the first time in all of our trips there was a potential altercation where this man who as it turns out later had not was only drunk but probably had mental health issues he was getting into it with one of the guys that I fish with and uh, they were getting loud and I thought well this they're going to hit each other that's how loud they were right and then my brother my youngest brother, who's got a bit of a temper on him, as we all do, uh, he got involved, and this guy started bugging him. And at one point, I interacted with him. And when I went up, I said, oh, well, this is going to explode. I went to the bar, said to the bartender, who's a woman, uh, you, you got to get the bouncer over here. There's going to be fisticuffs. It's going to happen right now. <laughs> They call a bouncer over, and then you got two bouncers and three female bartenders, wait staff, all crowding around where these guys are starting to, you know, push and shove a little bit. And uh, after that subsided, I said, "Oh wow, that's crazy!" And it was hot, you know. With people, people get heated and they get angry, and it changes the whole tenor of your evening. And Right. It wasn't okay. I mean, it was like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm ready to go home. This is this turned into kind of a odd thing, you know. And All this negativity, and man. It's like the dude was still outside. And they what? kicked him out of the bar, but not off the property. When I tried uh. to walk in, I said, excuse me, man, I got to get inside. He stepped in front of me. Oh, and, uh, no. I said, and I said, listen, bro, I really just got to get in the door. Because I didn't want to, you know, push him out of the way or touch him. Right. And uh, the bouncer, one of the two bouncers was still talking to him. And uh, this time I said a little bit more firmly, I said, brother, I've got to get by you. So you need to move to the side a little bit. And he turned around real slowly and looked at me with these drunken kind of googly eyes. And he started rubbing his hands all over my chest. And I said, to make sure that it didn't escalate, get your fucking hands off me. And uh, the, 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 the bouncer looks at me and says, don't do that. And I said, you're telling me not to do that. You tell him not to do it. Let me tell you something. Your job is to get him off the property. I got three brothers in here. We're all leaving. There was an altercation inside. If he's still here, there's going to be trouble. I guarantee you. And I went in the bar and I went, all right, I'm going to grab my bag. No back. It wasn't there. $2,500 worth of equipment, including every harmonica, every every key in my no. my old box, my beautiful box, my sewing no. box that you know. No, your, your box. All of my, and all broke in, all of my juice harps. No. Not to mention hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands of dollars of cords and and uh, and and microphones, which I can always replace, but the harmonicas were replaceable. All of that DNA that you left in those, yes. And uh, you know, 
I said to the bar maid, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, just give me your name. Nobody's just not back here. And I, I just immediately went into a kind of mantra of there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. You dumb shit. Yeah. And, you know, and this just proves that your baptism didn't work. You were born damned. Your baptism didn't work, so you're still damned. So this is what you get because you're still damned. Because you remember a few years ago I told you about my giant fishing gear that was stolen with every fly that I had been saving up for right. all my trips to Alaska and Wyoming and Montana. Everything was stolen, pulled out of the back of a truck that, that apparently didn't lock. And uh, I, I was damned then, I'm damned now. And I was very kind of, that river. You know, what am I going to do? You know, it, it is what it is. Say, you know, say la vie. And uh, I'm like, you know, I'm, well, I'm done. I, I, I was depressed about it. You're I bringing me down, through, bro. Went to a couple places where I stood and thought, no, I left it there. I remember I bumped into a, had it on my back, bumped into a woman, and I remember setting it down. <laughs> Nine o'clock at night, they wake me up. This was four or five o'clock I played. I was in bed by eight. I had a. I had to right. get up for to go to my plane at three thirty in the morning. Jeez. Nine o'clock, I get a phone call. And she says, "Got your bag." I said, "You got to be kidding me! Is it is it full?" You know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, good news is I found the bag. The bad news is it's empty. Right. You know, everything was in it, including my freaking dental floss, which was just a way to check if the dental flosses are. I knew everything was there. Keys to my car. That's the first thing I would take is the dental floss. I knew it. I knew it. You're so clean. You know, uh, keys to my car. Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and so what a- I realized in hindsight later. Yes. When we went to go take that picture, I did grab my bag. Fuck. And when we went to the, uh, the tail, the end of the, like there was a, uh, a pole barn, a giant, uh, shelter, where the band was and there were picnic tables and heaters pole bar and at, at the tail end of that way in the back of that and the, you know way in the back was where my brothers all congregated to go get this picture taken i remembered then setting it, God damn it. on this picnic table that was turned up you know on its side right. kind of as a wall and and padding it i remembered this the next day of course. Patting it and thinking it'll be good right here. I can see it from the from where I'm getting the picture taken. I forgot all that. I didn't, Remember, I didn't forget it. it was, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. But, uh, it was still there, but it wasn't recallable at that moment. Memory is such a mystical bitch. Well, and I, I don't know. If, is there any evidence, any research anywhere that says that copious quantities of alcohol affect your memory? I'm you ever sure, heard that? I think we I'm should sure. do a study. I read some, but I was drinking and I can't remember. So. <laughs> you, can't, you can't remember. You cannot for the life you remember so, what it is. Brief, brief, brief anecdote uh, about since we've spoken. Uh, I went to a conference in Spain. Uh, and uh, this time, for the first time, what in previous times I've gone to a conference. And then after the conference is over, I've had my wife fly out and we would do some tourism in the location. We did this in India and Russia 
and some other location that I'm blanking on. Nope, not Croatia. Ah, and uh, Taiwan, like right. far, far places. Uh, but this time, uh, uh, the conference organizers are friends of mine, and they told me, hey, all of the usuals that we hang out with, uh, they're all bringing their partners this year. Uh, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll bring mine. So uh, we went together. And it was the first time that she saw me give one of my talks uh, oh, no, live kidding. in the audience. Uh, and she had tons of feedback. Uh, did she not think about... it was weird? I mean, did it feel strange for her to see you in that environment? Yeah, I, for sure. It was weird for her to see uh, her doofus of a husband in uh, receiving so much respect from other people. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I think that was weird for her. In any other aspect right. of your life right, right? Uh, so it was like Total you difference. mean these people care about what he what he says that's weird what, uh, what do they so, know that I don't know because you, you, you never said anything particularly interesting exactly so so there, there was You're that aspect. very good looking why did I marry you but the uh, it was uh, that was kind of fun and she got to attend the like after parties that we that we go to which is where the real fun is yeah uh, but there was uh, uh this year they did this thing where they booked this after party at this like uh exclusive discotheque sort of place it was outdoors though uh and like it cost us like 25 bucks each to just to get in uh but once we were in uh the the conference organizers had had these little uh, tickets that were worth one mixed drink at the bar, yeah. and they were and they and they handed one out to each of the uh, attendees that came, and like two to some of the uh, other speakers, and then and then to me they were like, we got these left over here. Have twenty of these. <laughs> <laughs> so we Your basically mind. had an had an open bar uh, at this place that was playing. Uh, it's this sort of like unts, 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 sort of disco mm-hmm. uh, music that yeah, that, like that. S- that sucks when you're sober. Yeah, like when you're sober, it's like what is this nonsense? But when you're uh, not sober, it's kind of like I can get into this. Uh, and the vibe. Uh, and so we yeah, so we had a uh, uh, a, a lovely late night there, just uh, dancing the night away. Uh, oh, in, this, nice. in in this warm weather location, so that was that was lovely. Oh, this sounds great. That sounds the, great. Uh, w- one other quick uh, anecdote about this trip was uh, we left. We had to leave at like f- we had to leave home at five a.m. and uh, my kids uh, and my my in laws were going to come take care of the kids, but they were going to come around midday. Uh, to take care of the kids. So the kids had to get themselves to school on time on this weekday. And so at, at 5 a.m. we woke up my, my, my eldest, my daughter, and you know said, okay, you're going to stay awake, right? You're not going to go back to sleep. Uh, you need to wake up your brother at the right time and then go to school, and he needs to go to school at this right time, and you know how to make breakfast, and you're going to do all this. And they were like, yeah, okay, we can do that. And 
and everything went fine, except when we were uh, at uh, at the time that my son leaves to go to school, we were on the plane, on the tarmac, on the runway, ready to take off, to leave. And I got this text message from my son saying, I can't go to school. It's raining too hard. I don't have an umbrella. <laughs> and we were like, well, fuck. Uh, so we thought around, we thought uh, like, uh, let's see. And my wife suggested, uh, tell him to look in this closet over here where I think there's an umbrella. And, and he did. And uh, while, while we were thinking about what to do, he was sending us photos of just how uh, I was pouring down rain and it was where we were too at the airport. Uh, and he wrote back and said, okay, I found an umbrella going to school. Bye. So, <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't want to use this as an opportunity to, yeah, because we had no recourse. Like we were on the plane, right. Uh, leaving. Uh, well, like so we, he was honest about it. He, he, yeah. He, well, it didn't, it, it, it didn't occur to him to, to be like, they can't, garbage they can't do anything to me. Uh, so I'm going to not right. go to school. Uh, but so would he be, would he be one who would know to take a garbage bag and cut a face holes in it? We like the other opportunity was just be like, well, run, you're going to get wet, go to school. Cause it's only oh, like, it's, it's only like, wet all day. it's only like a hundred, it's like a hundred yards to school. Like, well, you get like, drenched. You're in drenched clothes if it's pouring well, that hard. True. The garbage bag thing, man. Anyway, we uh, it, it worked. Maybe your wife would have thought of it. Well, certainly I wouldn't have. Because you, you're you're beyond you're beyond the pale. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of cool that she heard you talk. That's. Uh, yeah, she uh, she had a bunch of uh, body language tips about ah, interesting I, I move my hands a lot like i'm italian or something just you know but and anyway she's thought too much yeah too much huh but, well it's interesting i think animation is uh good quality of speakers to, yes you know. I, I don't want a speaker that just that just stands there but you need there's a balance maybe you need to choose the moments when you elaborate with a hand gesture what I like to do when I talk, and because I don't much use notes, I usually write five or six words down on a piece of paper. Right. And every word reminds me of a 15-minute monologue that I can handle. Right. So I go back to the podium every now and then, but I, I, I always use a lavalier mic, and I move up and down the stage. Sometimes I go right out into the audience, mm-hmm. particularly if there's somebody out there who's not paying attention. Yeah, and I go stand next to the person who's not like you, listener. We see you. I've actually I couldn't do this anymore, but back in the day, I would put my hand on the person who wasn't listening. You've mentioned this, (laughs) but you couldn't do that now. You have to ask for consent. Right? Which excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. May I may I touch you? May I rest my hand on your bald head, sir? (laughs) I told you the time I. I was using a, a laser pointer to on the big overhead screen in the giant auditorium, yeah. and there was a guy up in the back who had, was reading a newspaper, and much to the delight of the students, every now and then I would go and I, I would uh, 
I would shine light, the light, light up the newspaper. the newspaper. <laughs> and I and at one point I said to everyone, I said, "Watch this," <laughs> and, and you know, shook it up and down on the newspaper. People thought it was pretty fun. I wanted to keep doing that, but you know, there's you know, you know, there's a limit to just how much of an asshole you can be. Well, this has been great. <clears throat> I gotta go. I think we're at the limit of how much of an asshole we can be. So, yeah. Hey, just it won't take you ten minutes to know that you're going to be hooked on the affair. <sighs> yes. Ten minutes. I'll All right, bro. Her, I'm going to have to tell my wife that I have an affair. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, and uh, you'll like it. You'll like it a lot. I. It sounds way too much up my alley. So, oh, thank you. And, and we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about this uh, this effect, this memory effect. I'm gonna find yeah. the uh, find the word the uh, review that I I read that was all about that. If you email it to me, it might be in the show notes for this episode. Okay. Otherwise, wait for next. Okay, uh, we're I'm just gonna walk away. All right, I forgot I almost cut you off. See ya. I have to go through all that crap. Okay, that's it for episode number 163. There are lots and lots of show notes at happyhour.fm slash 163. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour, where we would love for your donations. And if you support at the Gin Martinis level, you can watch videos of this nonsense. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.